Peace, love, blessings be upon you. This is the Spirits and Poetry Podcast and Frequency. I am your host, Jorge Quintana, and today's episode is a discussion on the nature of God. And if you appreciate the podcast, if you want to help its growth, please consider rating and reviewing on Apple Podcasts, as well as, you know, sharing it with your loved ones and and or whoever you think might enjoy the discussions, because that's ultimately what every episode is. It's, it's a discussion. And I am no expert. It's merely someone sharing their thoughts. But I, I will say that there's a lot of knowledge that I've accumulated. And oftentimes it, it just kind of sits there. And this is one of those one of those talks that I've had in mind for a while. I I I've wanted to do an episode around creator, around God, the nature of it. Uh, but I always, I guess you can say, felt discouraged because first of all, the nature of God is unknowable. You know, point blank, that's that's exactly what it is. But also, there are many people who I would consider more educated than myself who have a more grounded understanding of many different spiritual texts that can speak to the nature of this primordial uh, um, you know um, um, omnipresent being mind i guess you you could say so i always felt like man you know there's people out there that can put this into words in a more fluid way but I, I, I come from the mindset that you know there there's no person there is no physical being that actually has the knowledge to put put this into words, but it makes for a very interesting conversation. And especially because I was, I started this episode really in the car. I was just talking to myself and I, I, I guess I started talking and reasoning with myself and I felt like, wow, you know, maybe, I, maybe I should just record this. And I guess you can say, hand this knowledge that I currently possess over. And so the nature of God, first of all, unknowable. God is, creator is, creator is not anything that exists anything that has that is yet to exist is part of this being and i think if i were to say hey you know check out this text to kind of get you get you in for lack of better words the right mindset it would be the tao te ching the tao te ching does not address a creator but addresses the tao the tao being that which is all everything this energy that exists that is very much a part of all living things and in one of the first i don't know whether to call them chapters i'm not quite sure what the right way to describe but one of the first passages it says the Tao is unknowable you cannot know the Tao, but at the same time you can be in harmony with it and so that sets up this very paradoxical mindset that you have to have when you're approaching these unknowable essences the Tao, the creator in my mind are the same thing this energy that always is it's like um what is a home a home is not the walls a home is the space within the walls and if you, if you notice i mean the, the space is is empty there is nothing within and yet it is a home uh, and putting the the the, the Tao and, and Taoism aside, because I am no expert in it, I, I think that that has, if you go through it, you gain a big appreciation for the unknowable. Especially when oftentimes you consider what is Taoism and you think of, oh, it's, you know, it's going with the flow. I think the focus here is flow. There is an energy that exists 
There is a will. Will is very important. And in, in spiritual texts like the Bible, in Hermeticism, and in many others, there, there is this talk of a will that comes into existence, an infinite energy that wants to know itself. A will comes into being, and that will then takes a physical form. And, and different texts talk about it, but a, there's a flow. There's something there. And we cannot deny the existence that there is something there because we are not empty empty vessels. I mean, I've seen someone, you know, pet animals and the animals feel something, right? There is something about connection. There's something about the touch. There's something about the way we engage. There's, there's something within us. Even, even yourself, you, you think about it. What is within you besides organs? What is your heart besides what is pumping blood, right? Through veins and through arteries. What is, what is your brain Beyond uh, its ability to send, you know, nervous system, you know, like, uh, what is it, electromagnetic, you know, pulses through your body to get your synapses and, and, and different nerves to react. There is more than just a physical job to these points in your body. There's something more. A thought is more than just an electromagnetic wave, or I don't even know if that's what it is. I don't even know how you would approximate to explain it. So, yes. The nature is very much unknowable. And, and in, that, in that passage where the Tao Te Ching says, you know, you cannot know the Tao but be in harmony with it, I feel it's the same with Creator when we talk about a God. And I think that it's one of those things where we will never understand it. It, it just doesn't make sense to be able to fill uh, our, our, our human brains with, with this etheric ever-existent knowledge imagine if you had knowledge of 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 all that's ever existed how could you live imagine if if you can see the shapes that create the physical things around us imagine if you could see the code or whatever you want to call it how could you live how could you how could you treat a tree as a tree a dog as a dog a house as a house when suddenly it all starts blurring together that is the purpose of physical manifestations, separation, so that I, as Jorge, can know you as a different person, and we can engage in these, in these talks so that you can listen to me, I listen to you, so that I can pet my dog and recognize you are different than me, so that there is a connection, right, that can be made of the foreign, and trying to ground this conversation, then, if the nature of, of, of God, of creator, is unknowable, what is its nature? This is where I, I will reference, you know, the Kabbalah, Kether. Kether is the first point of the, uh, the Zephyroths, and it's just infiniteness. It's just the potential to be. There is nothing except potential. Anything can happen here. Then there's the masculine, Shoma, I believe. There's a masculine will. There's a will, as I mentioned earlier. But the will is shapeless. It's just like a, a direct, you know, energy wave just, just moving in any direction, moving in all directions at the same time. Has no shape. So it needs Bina, the feminine, to guide it into a shape, into a triangle, into a square. And now suddenly these shapes start taking a form 
and they amalgamate into something, right? That's when we're, we could talk about evolution. There is a, a one thing becomes two, right? The splitting of cells, two becomes four, four becomes eight, eight becomes 16, 16 becomes 32, so on, so on, so forth. An organism. The principle of causation, uh, as, as, as hermeticists uh, say, there's cause and effect, cause and effect, cause and effect, right? And it goes on and on and on and on and on and on infinitely. And so now we, we're, we're arriving at this moment and there's laptops and there's walls and there's all these things. And we're like, we're like how did this happen? How did, you, how did you create this? So how do we approach this unknowableness? And one thing that I, you know, helps me when I think about it is, is the concept of, you know, dichotomies, good and evil, the way we measure things. Tall, short, you know, big, small, good, evil, right wing, left wing, Republican, Democrat, right? Fascist, communists, the way we, we, we reason the world, I believe. Creator is everything. Creator is absolutely everything that is, everything that will be, everything that was, right? And so that's the truth, right? If God is this everything, if you believe in this ever powerful, all knowing entity, then that means that think of the most beautiful things in the world. The greatest people you know, they are a part of creator. Now think of the worst things in the world. The biggest catastrophes, the most evil people, they are also a part of creator. And so when we think of a spectrum, we think of a straight line where there's good on one side, evil on the other, and then many points in between. Right When we talk about duality, we're like, okay, well, there's this side, there's that side, and there's points in the middle, right? There's grades of being. But I like how in, in Taoism, it's not necessarily a line the spectrum, it's a, it's a circle. The good leads into the evil. The evil leads into the good. You know, tall, short, define each other. You know, good, evil, they follow one another. There's this beautiful passage on it. It's like all things feed into one another and you cannot have one without the other. So how can it be a straight line? It's a circle. It's a, all things lead into one another. It's like, a, you know, you grow up with a really abusive parent. You resent your parent. You're like, I will never be like you. But the more you resent your parent, the more you become like them, Right? You have a very controlling parent, so, so you crave freedom, and you're like, no one will ever control me, and now you, be, you become obsessed with controlling your own freedom, and, and thereby becoming the person you hate, right? Anakin Skywalker becoming Darth Vader. It's, it's, it's all a cycle. You know, you become what you hate. And I, I think when we talk about the nature of God, it's, it's the very same way. Like, the question, why do bad things happen? Why do bad things happen? Oftentimes it's followed with why do bad things happen to good people? Why? You know, we are in a time of, of, of war, of terrorism. You know, why is this happening? And then we consider God is all these things. God is salvation as much as God is genocide. God is generosity as much as God is greed. All of these things compose the infinite flow of life. The, the, the most evil demon is still a part of this infiniteness. There is nothing that can escape it. It's an infinity. All things are part of one. We are all a part of the flow. It's inseparable. You cannot destroy it. You cannot separate yourself from it. That's why the way I see creator. And yes, so very much when I, when I pray to creator, I'm not praying to a you know, all benevolent being. I'm praying to a being that is all things. Creator is and is not at the very same time. Creator is good and evil and is not at the very same time. 
And instead of trying to understand how you could be good and evil at the same time, I think of what happens when I stop trying to fix certain qualities of myself. There's a part of me that's always going to be ambitious to the point of self-harm. There's going to be a part of me that is always going to be envious of, of people, you know, who were born citizens and, and they had, you know, such an easy path to work and life. It doesn't matter how much healing I do. I can go to therapy for all of my life. I will always feel some kind of envy. It will always be a core wound. You will always have a core wound about you. It doesn't matter how much healing you do. It doesn't matter how much you mature. There may always be a part of you that is jealous about someone that has a parent that you didn't grow up with. There may be a part of you that is always a little bit more money, money hungry than others. There's a part of you that will always hate, you know, sharing, I don't know, your food, right? That it's, it's, it's always going to happen because it's, it's a core wound. And so when I think of creator and I think of, you know, be, this amalgamation of all things, I also see that in myself of accepting that I can be a greedy person and a generous person at the very same time. That there are certain vices that I may have had, but they do not define me. I can accept that there's a part of me that's going to be a workaholic. And that doesn't mean I'm a bad person. Right? There may be a part of you that is always going to thirst for alcohol. Doesn't make you a bad person. You can, you can be an alcoholic and still be you. And that's the tough thing about it. Not letting one thing define you. Right. Not let it. You know, there was a quote I read that it's like we I think it's like from the Lincoln lawyer with Denzel Washington, whatever that movie is where he plays that lawyer. And he's like, we are greater than our worst mistake. We are all things. Well, we ourself are not creator. The Tao and many other many other source, uh, spiritual texts talk about how we carry the essence of the Tao, the essence of creator, whether we were born through evolution or whether we were created. We carry you know, the energy, the matter, the genes, the chromosomes of an energy that existed before us, right? We carry the matter of whatever physical being gave birth to us. We carry the chromosomes of our parents, right? We got these genes from our parents who got them from their parents and their parents and so on. See, the kind of like I talked about the principle of causation. You don't have to know who your great, 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 you know, grandfather is. You have his nose on your face. We are what came before us, and we are just a product of however many years of, of people reproducing. And so, obviously, all we have is, is the present, the now, that we get to look at. And so just, again, oh, grounding this conversation, because it's so easy to go on however many you know, tangents. When the nature of creator is unknowable, I think we can often look at ourselves to understand it or to really be in harmony with it. I think it's getting away from trying to understand. That's an issue a lot of us have. We want to understand something instead of just being. And that's why, you know, Taoism often gets that whole, oh yeah, you know, it's about going with the flow. And that's a very simplistic way of seeing it, but sometimes it's about just being, accepting your current reality as it is, right? Accepting that sometimes a story ends and it doesn't mean it's a great ending. Yeah, sure, some stories have shitty endings, some stories have really great ones, but sometimes it's just about accepting the end of things. It's time to move on, move on from whatever job you're doing. It's time to move on from whatever relationship, accepting things as they are. And moving away from defining things as one thing or another, as black or white, good, evil, 
uh, there was this quote that says, be like God, do not interfere, right? Be an observer. The nature of creator is that it is very much present in all things. It's as much present in me as it is in you. Doesn't mean that we are now these infinite creators, right? There's many spiritual paths that do believe in that, about acknowledging that we are divine ourselves, and then they go in pursuit of, of honoring ourselves as gods. And you can go down that path if you want to. But I think there's something beautiful when we discover that we all have this divine spark within us and it manifests in different ways. And we can treat each one of ourselves with respect, with honor, with love. That I can listen to your words as I would listen to the wisest person I know. That I, I can, you know, shake your hand like you're the most important person in the world. That when we're spending time together, that there is nothing more important, important than our moment. So the nature of God is unknowable, and we don't have to understand it. We don't have to question it. We don't have to explore it, but we can enjoy what we have in front of us. We can appreciate what is surrounding us. We can listen to the people in our lives. We can take time out of our days to just live in the moment that we have to live. And if right now you have to write, then you write. And if right now you have an end of the year, you know, report to do for your job, then that's what you do. And if right now you have a partner texting you that, hey, it's time to eat, then you go eat. You put your work down. You take the headphones off. You unplug from wherever you're plugged into. And you go share a meal with your partner. And you thank them for the food. And maybe you say a prayer over it. And then you breathe. And you eat. Because there's nothing else to do but to do what it's in front of us. I hope you enjoyed this talk. And I hope that there's something that you were able to gain from it. Because at the end of the day, the nature of God is unknowable. But you're not unknowable. I'm not unknowable. Thank you for listening. If you like this podcast episode, rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Share it with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. Till next time.